Like if I'm getting gray hairs, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have this one and it's front and center of my head and I'm livid about it. There's no hiding it. Oh, girl, I've had gray hairs since I was in sixth grade because a girl's been stressed all her life. But, you know, <laughs> no, it's genetic and I'm fine with it. But yeah, so gray hairs, if I have gray hairs, they got all the gray hairs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Welcome to another episode of season six of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, the podcast for people who want to be okay with being uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Melissa and Vanessa. And today we discuss our thoughts around the fact that as we get older, so do our parents. How dare they get older? (laughs) They're not allowed. (laughs) Um, But before we get into that, let's see what we've uh, felt uncomfortable about recently. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm exhausted right now, and <laughs> I've been uncomfortable. <laughs> I am. I literally walked to the fridge, and I yelled out to Melissa. I was like, Melissa, does green tea have caffeine in it? And she goes, yes. And I was like, amazing. Hell yeah. Drink and it up. Mind you, it's late at night. Yeah, it's like 1030 <laughs> right now. Uh, I just, I've been, I don't think it'll do anything crazy to me. I think I'll just be normal, because all it'll day today. will get you back to <laughs> baseline i've just been falling asleep falling asleep standing falling asleep walking falling asleep listening to someone talk falling asleep driving it's just been a busy day and i've been sleepy for all of it i literally fell asleep during hot yoga today in a pose and then i woke up and was like oh shit like everyone had moved to a different pose i think just recently but i was woken up by that and i didn't realize i'd fallen asleep so Loki, I think I snored at one point, like slightly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm tired, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because you sip slowly, and so it'll last you through the evening. They need to know. <laughs> She a sipper. <laughs> How about you? How are you tired or what's your uncomfortable moment? I, I don't know. I've just been feeling anxious lately, mm. um, which I guess I didn't identify until today because I'd been feeling weird for the past couple of days, but didn't know why mm-hmm. I was chopping it up to be like, oh, I'm tired. There's a lot going on right yeah. now in my yeah, life. Yeah. So maybe I'm just stressed. But I think we do that a lot. And by we, I mean you and I. (laughs) Uh, This idea of of something feeling off but not calling it anxiety right away. Mm -hmm. Because I do the same thing. Yeah, because I I mean, I haven't had true that level of anxiety in a while. So I was like, Mm. maybe it's just heartburn. No, my heart feels like it's going to explode because I'm about to have a panic attack. Maybe Um, it's just heartburn. (laughs) Because who knows? That's a sign of getting older. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but yeah, no, I've just been feeling anxious. And it's funny because I, I, I was feeling anxious. Well, it's not funny, but funny. Um, I, was, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a calming shower. I feel like I need the time uh, to just unwind. And then I like almost had a panic attack in the shower. Like, is 
it's like in- counterintuitive. Like, what the heck, shower? You're supposed to be chill. <laughs> like, that was supposed to help you. That was supposed to help me, but didn't. But, you know, I just breezed through it, used some of the tools that uh, my therapist told me to do. I also used some of the tools we had talked about previously in some of our previous um, episodes about wow. using all of my senses. Um, so to just get my brain away from the anxious thoughts yeah so it helped and my chamomile tea helped i'm not going to drink green tea because that'll just like ramp me up i don't need that don't do that no that'll make it worse basically it's just been feeling anxious so on that note we're going to take a little breather (laughs) maybe we'll identify something on each of our five senses chill us out before we dive into our conversation so we'll be right back person who brought this topic to the table i wanted to provide a little bit more context as to why i even wanted to talk about it in the first place um i don't know if i already mentioned this Um, i may have changed my uncomfortable moment um to me and my anxiety but my original uncomfortable moment was going to be sharing that i actually recently lost my grandma um what and and that obviously has been uncomfortable um but the whole process, I guess the main thing that struck me from that happening um, and struck me pretty deeply was that she was my last existing grandparent. So, no way. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and this made me realize, after, like going through that, it made me realize that uh, now that means my parents are the oldest generation in my family. Stop it. Yeah. So that blew my mind. Your so parents I, aren't even that old, are they? Like, how old they are they? aren't. My parents are, like, 55. Wow, that's not old at all. It's not old at all. But it just blew my mind that that yeah, is, yeah. they're the oldest generation, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And my cousin said that recently, too, because she she um, experienced uh, losing a grandparent on um, her dad's side recently. And, yeah, it's just crazy to think that our parents are now the oldest of the generations in our family. Which that's means like what? That's like <laughs> that's not allowed. <laughs> but and 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 I know that you and I have talked about our parents getting older on and off in random conversations, joking about things. You know, we just celebrated Evelyn's seventieth birthday. Uh, a big <laughs> to do. Yeah. So and and yeah, we bring it up here and there. Um, but with all of that said, I, I just wanted to talk about this in particular because it has been uncomfortable for me to see my parents getting older. And yes, my parents are not even old <laughs> in mm-hmm. my, you know, in my eyes. But again, we joke about ourselves getting older as 30, almost 31 year olds. Right. Um, realizing more and more now that, again, it's a reminder that as we age, like if I'm getting gray hairs, you know <laughs> yeah i have this one and it's front and center of my head and i'm livid about it there's no hiding it oh girl i've had gray hairs since i was in sixth grade because a girl's been stressed all her life but you know <laughs> no it's genetic and i'm fine with it but yeah so gray hairs if i have gray hairs they got all the gray hairs you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah again i joke about it it's not loud that they're not. not they're not allowed to get older but that's why I want to talk about why it's so uncomfortable. But why do you think? Why do you think seeing our parents age makes us uncomfortable? I mean, I think for different 
obviously Vanessa I was just gonna say for different people it's different reasons duh but <laughs> I think nice to yourself jeez <laughs> I know but it just seems so obvious in, like a <laughs> sentence <laughs> but if you're listening and you might be like me where you are an only child and maybe your mom is a single parent type situation which my mom is but also isn't not gonna get into the nuances that's a whole com- other story that's a whole other like saga but uh I, I it makes me uncomfortable in the sense that all of that responsibility is going to fall to me and I don't really trust Evelyn yeah <laughs> I just I I don't know what her plan is Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. don't even think she has a plan i and what i mean by that is i think she's just waiting for me to have a kid and then she will that is part of her life plan which is understandable in the to think you know her generation growing up that was the norm and and my grandma did live with us for a while when I was younger granted Ah, my mom did have me much later at 40 but she just keeps telling me that you know she's getting older and in the past I used to get really upset with her for bringing it up Mm -hmm. because it felt like a lot of pressure to me but recently that has shifted and I I kind of feel it without her saying anything Yeah, and part of me just wants to be like, well, too bad I wasn't a teen mom, huh? Guess it's your fault. So every time she's like, well, why don't you just have... I, recently, I think I mentioned this in an episode, I don't know when, she was talking to me about having kids, and I said to her, I'm not even married right now, or engaged. And she kind of was like, so? And I said, excuse me? And? Excuse me? <laughs> so all of a sudden, now that I'm 30, it matters, but when I was 16, it didn't? And I... <laughs> okay, 16... Um, or push. the opposite. Now that I'm 30, it doesn't matter. But when I was 16, it did. Yeah. And I said that to her, and she, she, <laughs> she was like, ah, what? <laughs> oh, I can just imagine this happening already. <laughs> it's like my clap factor. So she leave me alone about it. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't a teen mom. And she. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just, the responsibility, the feeling of I don't know what to do with her, <laughs> like I don't know what her plan is, all of that makes me uncomfortable. I don't know if it's similar for you. I, you're definitely not an only child and your parents are still together, so it I'm, must be I'm, somewhat different for you. I'm not an only child. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> very much I'm very, not. I'm very much not an only child. <laughs> um, yes, I have two brothers, one older, one younger. Um, yeah, I think for me is what makes me uncomfortable about it is that even I, I think I find myself getting annoyed and angry when when I logically know that like you said my parents aren't even old <laughs> they're like they're not old um, but they act like it they're constantly also I, I think I get I get mad as a as a coping mechanism because mm. I feel like I am scolding them in a way when they complain about pains in their back and pains in their chest and all these things where I'm just like then go to the doctor like you have perfectly good insurance and doctors that you can go to so go to the doctor you pay for that insurance you need to go exactly and so I I 
have been I've caught myself in moments of just like overcome with like frustration where I'm sure like lecturing them about utilizing their insurance I'm like what when did I become the parent like I think that's (laughs) what (laughs) makes me uncomfortable because I'm like and part of me also on the flip side from what you were mentioning um you know uh like my dad likes to mention like oh I'm not even going to be around for this anyway like I'm going to you know might as well enjoy this oily ass food because no. I'm not going to be around. yeah and my, my he's always joked about that stuff and and it wasn't until like maybe a couple couple years ago where cuz at at one point in, in my early 20s I was like oh I don't know if I want to have kids I'm not sure if this is something that I want to do but I don't know something clicked in my head where it's like I I, I do want to have kids in the future whenever that may be and I was in my head I would when he says stuff like that I would get really angry and 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 part of me wants to like guilt trip them to be like don't you want to be around for when you have grandkids and like yeah. all this stuff like take care of yourself basically so I just feel like all of that is uncomfortable it, it yeah. like brings up a lot of like it almost makes me feel like not that they don't take care of themselves, but when I see them in pain and when I see them like complaining about things, about mm-hmm. aches and pains and stuff like that, I find myself coping with like lecturing and getting angry with them and yes. like telling them to take care of themselves and, and mm-hmm. almost thinking of, of it um, in a situation where I think they're so- being selfish, like oh. by not taking care of themselves because I'm like, hey, this is not just about you. I right. want you around. Like right. I... I'm an adult still trying to figure this out. I want my mom. Like, you know, like I want I'd my mom. I like sometimes. my mom around. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yes. I find myself having those emotions and it's uncomfortable. So, I get that. Yeah. Is there like a, a one specific moment where you realized, oh, crap, my parents are getting older? You know, the classic, like, I can't see anymore like their eyesight just goes bad <laughs> like I think it's a funny little stereotype I think but yeah um yeah my mom and dad try not to really drive too much at night anymore because even with their glasses it's just hard for them to to see yes and I'm like again part of me was saying maybe you need a different prescription right you got your LASIK done like 15 years ago maybe you need to go and check that again and maybe i don't know like there's probably a solution like it that's my go-to cop out like answer or quick solution for them like you're doing something wrong you Mm -hmm. can fix it Mm -hmm. but in reality that's just part of life it's like you're gonna lose your hearing and you're gonna like there's hearing loss and there's like your sight goes bad and it's genetic that in my family that prone to i stuff so interesting basically okay Um, so i I think it's like little it's not like a specific moment it's like little moments like that where i'm like oh damn like Mm. uh you can't really hear me i have to like repeat myself multiple times yeah and again they're not old but it's just like these things that i didn't have to do before now i'm having to be a little bit more patient with them in certain situations where i'm like before i could i didn't have to do that and i'm like wow this is this is interesting. It's interesting having to do that. Yeah. And accommodate for those things, you know? Okay. I, how about you? Well, it's it, just listening to you say these things about your parents and the way they're acting about their health makes me laugh. Not in a bad way, just 
Evelyn is very much a, I am going to go to the doctor at the first sign of something being even Good. remotely Good wrong. Good job, Evelyn. I know. I, I do think it might be because she had cancer. And so she had breast cancer around the time that I was born. And so there was this moment in her life that we haven't really discussed ever. And oh, I I don't really know how to bring it up. Uh, but I know that she was scared that she might not be around for me to grow up at all. And that was obviously a really traumatic moment for her. And I think that's why she's so on top of her health. But I also think maybe because that happened to her when she was late 30s or because she had me at 40. So having this happen in her early 40s, going through, I think, the chemotherapy and having to get I remember she would often go in for her um, what's called the mammograms Mm -hmm. and it didn't I didn't get it when we were growing up I didn't really understand Mm -hmm. you know because she didn't talk about it too much but my mom is so she is 70 years old she's turning 71 this year but she doesn't act like it and she (laughs) she even said to me on the phone I shit you not maybe a week ago she was telling me I don't really feel old I know logically I'm 70 but and maybe my body knows that, but my mind doesn't really know that. I love that. Me too. I love that. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, Mom, that's great. And she, because she was telling me a story about her coworker who he is maybe late 50s, early 60s. She was talking about how he works all the time. So, for reference, mm-hmm. Evelyn works like two or three jobs, I think maybe just two now. And I asked her if she was going to retire. She's 70. And she was like, why what am I gonna do wait to die and I was like what what do you mean and she I know and then she was like well if you had a grandkid or a kid I was and I said no first of all we can't be relying on that Evelyn relax Mm -hmm. and her retirement shouldn't be based on whether you have a child I know that Actually, logically, though, but that's a very Filipino, I, I mean, and not, not just, not just Filipino, right? But in collectivist cultures yes. where it's very family oriented, mm-hmm. that is a thing. You know, you get older, you retire, you decide, oh, maybe I'll retire now because I'll be there to take care of my kid's kid. And that's normal. And yeah. so. And I caught I, myself because that is mm-hmm. exactly what happened with mm-hmm. my, with my aunt. And See? when her daughter, when my cousin had her baby, she was mm-hmm. still working. And then she was like, oh, no, I'm this I'm is done. I'm going to retire. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to retire, but then get a full time job taking care of this baby. Exactly. Anyways. And I, I assume that that is what my mom is trying to do. Mm. And we. Yeah. So anyway, she was talking about her coworker who he works all these jobs and he his logic is I'm going to work, 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 work. And then I'll have all this money and then I'm going to enjoy it. And my mom was telling me how he will sleep in his car sometimes or sleep in the lab and then go off to his other job after only three or four hours of sleep and how he's not like the picture of health either. And my mom was saying, well, maybe we both did it wrong because she said I spent a bunch of my money, traveled whatever when I was younger and now I don't have any money. And I was like, mom. And she was saying, I don't, you know, I did all my traveling then And she was saying that in her perspective, she would rather have done that while she could enjoy all the food, while she could walk, run, Mm. jump, all the things versus waiting until later in life when, you know, you're not guaranteed tomorrow type sentiment Mm -hmm. is her thing. And so 
yeah, so that's why it's weird for me to hear you talk about your parents and and the way they're acting because my mom is so the, the opposite. opposite. Wow, mm-hmm. and mm. she's so much older than your parents. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the frustrating part because like, like my mom could be your parents' parent if she was like a teen mom, but still, I was gonna say, wait, let's do the math. <laughs> like, <laughs> but still, if she possible. had them at like fourteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crazier things have happened i'm just gonna say Uh, yes i mean again we can the whole other thing we can talk about Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i I love that for evelyn but that well i I say all that because it's hard for me i don't have a moment there's not really moments where i feel like my mom is old except for when i start thinking about it and then I get panicky and nervous because of what I said earlier of knowing that all of that responsibility is going to fall to me and I don't know if she has a plan. Well, that's what I'm you you mentioned it. Uh it seems like you haven't talked to her about if she has plans or not because my parents will talk about it here and there. But, okay. Um, yeah, have you? Have so you talked I, to Auntie well, Evelyn? I've tried. I've tried, but every time that I've brought it up in the past and I don't know what possessed me from <laughs> three to four or five years ago to bring it up so frequently uh but she just was giving off this vibe that she had no plan and whenever we try to talk about money and savings and retirement and all that stuff she gets very dodgy in her answers and vague yeah and i don't know if she's being vague because she's a hiding something B doesn't want to yet disclose. Yeah, has secret. We know Evelyn has secret life. Um, or if it's C, she just like doesn't want to think about it yet. And I don't know which it is. None of them feel good to me. I I hope it's option B, where she secretly has this magnificent plan and this hidden savings account. I just but... imagined. I just imagined you sitting at who wants to be a millionaire and this is the question it's like which answer is it is it a b or c and it's like for a million dollars and you're like i need to phone a friend i don't know which one it is the music super tense (laughs) what is evelyn's retirement plan is it a she doesn't have one (laughs) is it b she's a secret millionaire is it c none of the above So, so, so it's just been hard to have those conversations. And I, I, any of you only children out there who are listening, please let me know if your parents have talked about retirement with you, because I also feel scared that it will all fall to me to figure out. And while I understand on one hand, collectivist culture, right? It's like the kid's responsibility to take care of their parents, blah, blah, blah. But that's in contrast with this American way that we were brought up where, not that you don't take care of your parents, but it's just not as intense as in some, you know, Pacific Islander Asian communities where mm-hmm. it's very much that your parents move in with you, you take care of them, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know how I feel about any of it. And so that's always been very, and I don't have a sibling to be like, hey, yo, what you think? What do we do? You know, <laughs> let's bounce some ideas back and forth. What are the right. options here? Yeah. Or like mom lives with you for half the year and then comes to stay with me or, mm-hmm. you know, just what, what is the plan? I, I don't know. And so, no, no, I, I mean, your parents are, are not even retirement age yet. So have no. you, have they mentioned anything about Well, their... my dad talks about retirement all the time. And well. I think he is, um, <laughs> he is like five years away from oh, retirement okay. age. Yeah. Five or six. And I'm like trying to convince him because he's been saving his money 
he, he jokes about it all the time he's just like i don't i don't tell your mom what's in my uh my 401k because <gasps> then she'll know <laughs> what is that though like I, I don't understand that yeah i don't know i i mean i'm i, I I know for a fact she knows how much is in there, but he just jokes about it. But um, he... that's crazy. That was triggering for me because my parents, when they say that shit, are not joking. Or <gasps> when my mom says that about her stuff, about my ex stepdad, she is zero percent kidding. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my dad talks about retirement a lot, and I'm trying to convince him that he should because he's just he's in such a stressful situation at work these days over the past couple of years actually. Yeah. So much so that I'm like, I feel like it's aging him um in a different way like physically Yikes. mentally um you know he may be young in years but he's just like stressed all the time and i that see it every day a big a, impact yeah yes. and i'm like retire retire early you know like if you have the funds like you mm-hmm. say you do fuck, why not fucking retire like we'll get get out of there i just I, wonder I, if it's because he doesn't think what else could i do yeah, and I think I've posed that question. Me and my older brother have posed that question. It's like, what would you want to do? And I, I, for a couple of years, it's just very dodgy answers, nothing really mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. say. Um, but can I days, share though? Yeah, that my and he might not be able to articulate this because he's in the thick of of deciding about retirement. One of one of the things that my mom has shared is that in a way she does like work because it provides a sense of structure and routine and exactly. forced socializing. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. there's a thing about it. No, and I think that's definitely part of it. Um, and that those are the kind of questions we were posing. It's like, okay, what kind of stuff would you be interested in doing after? I know that he liked to build cars before as a hobby. When we were younger, he had project cars. And and I was like, you, you should start a project car. Or you um, maybe you know he's really into gardening and like all that stuff so you know classic you get it to a certain age and gardening's like that's the thing i'm gonna do you know? oh yeah evelyn tries fails but tries <laughs> well she tries definitely yeah. there mm-hmm. um but yeah and i think they're also in a, in a unique situation because i have like a much younger brother that's gonna right. go through college that's right going gonna go through high school right now and um or soon. Oh, it's right so now. wild to me. I just, sorry to interrupt you. No, I just, I, I still sometimes, it's hard for me to grapple with the fact that your youngest brother is so much younger because your parents are not that younger. young. I mean, sorry, not that old. So mm-hmm. it does make sense age wise. It's appropriate. I just, it, it just blows my mind a lot of the time. Yeah. And it's, it blows my mind because when I go and volunteer at his school, they think I'm his mom, you know? like That's I, I, so I, funny and gross. <laughs> yes. Because I say gross mostly because you're going to volunteer at the elementary school that we, we went, went to. to. And so that's just kind of gross. <laughs> it hurts my feelings. Like, <laughs> I got bamboozled just this week to go over there. I saw your volunteer card. Yeah, I was like, what the heck? Like, Ew. Yeah. You out here doing the Lord's work, literally. <laughs> It was upsetting because when it, let me just sidebar and talk about like being old enough to be a, a parent and just yeah. aging in general. It's just funny because um, one of the other parents that was volunteering to like hand out hot lunches for mm-hmm. the kids, mm-hmm. um, she's like, "Excuse me, are you uh, are you so and so's mom?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I am his sister." <laughs> she was probably so confused. Wait, are there other parents who are your our age? There are some parents that they're a little bit older than us, but they are okay. pretty pretty close. They're not in their they're they're maybe like mid to late thirties. 
Okay. We're at 30, you know? Like, we sure, could sure, have sure. a kid. Like, we, I'm pretty sure if a parent... We could have had a kid for a while now. Well, yeah. It's... <laughs> uh, yes, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> but um, we're both aware. Uh, but people our age would have, like, younger kids. But I was, like, with with parents that had eighth graders, you know? So they were a little bit older. But sure, it's just... we. I'm sure if I was... If it was, like, a kindergarten parent... Yeah, there would have been someone. They of would course. have been our age. Yeah, <laughs> think of, oh yeah. yeah, think about our friends with kids. With kids, yeah. Yikes! So oh, let's, let's move on. Yeah, crazy. So yeah, <laughs> in terms of like long term plans with my parents, we yes. just we joke about it. Like my my most my mom doesn't like to talk about it, so I actually don't know what her plans are. Um, but I know that for my grandma, at least, I just think that's what I want to do. My grandma paid for everything ahead of time. Her plot, wow, her baller. headstone, her ca- her casket, her, the flowers she wants to have on top of her casket. Like, Sounds she like a put-together lady. Yeah, she's like an independent woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so when my mom was dealing with it, I'm like, that should be, that's the plan. You guys should have that plan. <laughs> like, yeah. Do that, you know? No, Pay that's, all- I've heard of this before. One of One of my friends, I think, has said that his mom who is on the younger side too, uh, also articulated that she didn't want them to have to worry about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I low-key think Evelyn wants me to worry because in her... <laughs> you care about me if you worry. Exactly. In her crazy, twisted mind, that's probably what it is. Ugh. You need to phone a friend. <laughs> I know. And figure out the answer. And by phone a friend, I mean just maybe at some point get the courage to just straight up ask. Okay, well, plan is. I don't think I will do that quite yet. I've, I've given up. So I, I, I'm wondering, <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, well, I wanted to ask you, you know, we always talk about how do you be more comfortable with the mm-hmm. situation. And in this, in this sense, I'm like, how do you cope with this? Because it's not an easy subject to think about. There's so many nuances and it, it makes you feel a certain way. I, for me, it makes me feel scared, a little anxious, worried, mm-hmm. and and pressure also because it, yeah. I was telling Melissa this when she came up to visit um, recently, but Evelyn and I have had discussions in the past. I know I said this already. I've been contentious about not just her getting older and what her plan is, but also me getting older and mm-hmm. me and my plan about having kids. And recently she's, she's gotten a lot better at not nagging me about it. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten a lot better at not nagging her about her plans but recently she did say to me it was a it was a short comment and it was not malicious or or um what's it called um like forceful or anything and not naggy at all just oh and yeah she just kind of offhandedly mentioned you know that i was getting older and so was she uh, and it was in relation to me having kids and the moment was so short it passed but for some reason it really stuck with me and I think it might be because I am now turning 31 this year that it. I was thinking, oh, yeah, maybe I should decide <laughs> if kids are something I want. And I've just been putting off that decision for mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, and so for me, coping with it in a weird way has meant not pressuring her to talk about it. And I remind me of this, Melissa, when I freak out later on in life because I probably will. Uh, But I keep trying to remind myself that she will talk about it when she wants to talk about it Mm -hmm. and when she feels like she has to. I just have to trust that she will do it. And I think the part that causes me so much stress is not trusting that she'll do it. (laughs) Like like questioning it, like 
going through in your head all the different scenarios that stresses you out more so than like (laughs) right right than talking to her and so part of the coping with it has been i just don't bring it up anymore Mm. to her and it's been instrumental i think in changing our relationship interesting Mm -hmm. we were both nagging each other and so now there's less nagging i don't know yeah I don't know how you cope with it. I don't think I do. (laughs) (laughs) The most no solutions for anyone. If you're Uh, listening to see how to feel better, you're not. (laughs) It's it's inevitable. No, no. I I cope with it. I cope with it in different ways. It's interesting because you say it's our parents are opposite and opposite in different ways. Like Hmm. my dad can't. Like we'll talk about it. Um you know, when he retires and he, he, and it's always in joke form. He's like, when I, when I die, I, when I die, he said this to me, he's like, when I die, Oh God, I want you guys to carve out a hole or like a little shelf in the wall Uh next to the door. Um, and then put my ashes or little, whatever that thing is, the little container the urn yes Mm -hmm. with my ashes and put me by the door so every day when you guys leave the house you can be like bye dad see you later dad or hi dad when you come in the house and then my response and me my siblings response because my dad is such a dad and he spy he looks through the front door the screen (laughs) door and like through the crack of the window to see like the cheese meets that's happening in the neighborhood (laughs) and i'm like oh that's like that's why you want us to put you there because it's the prime spot like next right. to the front door so you can freaking spy and haunt everyone on the neighborhood and he's just like you know it's a bonus you know bonus points for for that location but he he, he talks about that um but i think he mostly i don't know it's i guess it's a good way for me to cope because at least he's willing to talk about it i yes. just don't i don't know if any of it is serious though <laughs> I think to a certain extent, and I don't know his mind, but maybe parts of it are Mm -hmm. serious. I actually don't doubt that he's serious about that putting him by the door thing. No, I think he's real serious. I think he's 100% serious. (laughs) He's like, don't bury me anywhere else but by the door. I want to haunt you and haunt the house and the neighborhood. Pretty much what he said. He's like, I want you guys to like, I want your mom to carry me around. And I'm like, no. She's no, that's Carol. And my mom Your dad is wild. Yeah, he's funny. He's a funny guy. But yeah, in in terms of yeah, I guess joking about it in my family is is, is all of us coping with the reality of things. And you know what? Laughter is the best medicine sometimes mm-hmm. for this kind of thing. It's a serious subject. None of us know how to deal with it. It's not like any of us can be like, hey, Lola or Lolo who have already passed, what's it what's what's up? You know? What's no, going on? <laughs> I know some people who believe in mediums might disagree, but as of right now That should be a try. Mm. <laughs> Immediately uncomfortable. I just but if you're listening to it part of the thing that's helped me really is talking to you about it. Melissa and Mm. just being able to empathize and to share experiences and I think if you are the one whose friend is coming to you with this and and just wanting to talk about it I would say just listen because 
it's natural to offer your own perspective of your own parents and blah, 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 blah. But sometimes they just need to let it out and talk about it. And then you can share, you know, once they're done. But I don't want it to be a situation in which, not that I've had this done to me. I'm just saying like the, that my life is worse than yours Olympics situation. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, well, my parents, like, yeah, all of our parents are crazy in their own ways. We're going to be crazy in our own ways too. And Mm -hmm. that's fine. But sharing and laughing about the ways that our parents are crazy and they're different nuances and approaches to you know the retirement and final days i know end of life plant yeah or 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 no plants (laughs) or lack thereof (laughs) or lack thereof yeah it makes me feel better to know that i can laugh with people about it so if someone comes up to you comes up as if it's going to happen on the street. <laughs> Hello. Nice up, to meet you. Can I I'm talk to you about, about my <laughs> parents retiring? Uh, <laughs> just offer offer a listening ear and just ask how you can support them and ask, you know, would it be helpful to share how crazy my mom is? It might make you laugh. Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> you bring up a good point where I think the biggest takeaway from this discussion for at least for me is is realizing that we're we're not alone. Yes. You know, our peers are going through the same thing as we are. And if you feel comfortable enough to talk to somebody about it, uh, yeah, that person can lend, hopefully lend their listening ear and vice versa. And like when we do get to that point where you need to figure stuff out, mm-hmm. um, reach out to your friends that are probably going through the same thing. Like, yeah. I, you know, even down to like, I know this takes away the emotions from it, but like literally the logistics of things like yes. seeing my, my, my mom having to deal with um, like the logistics between her and her siblings about arrangements and things that I, it, my grandma's arrangement was ideal. Everything was like set up and paid for for the most part. And, you know, sometimes we don't all get that situation. No. I think being able to again reach out to people who probably are going through the same thing or, or know of someone who went through the same thing is there's a lot of value in that i think so i agree i do yeah. agree with that yeah. and if no one in your immediate circle of friends you feel can relate to you or you want it to feel more anonymous please reach out to us and yeah. obviously we're not licensed therapists or anything but we're down to listen and to share the burden because we understand and maybe we have similar <laughs> Maybe situation. your mom is like Evelyn too. <laughs> if you have an Evelyn in your life, please dial. <laughs> List your phone number personally. <laughs> no, but for real, if you do have an Evelyn in your life, let me know because I've been trying to figure out how to deal with mine and maybe we can swap tips. <laughs> swap stories and swap <laughs> advice. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, we hope you found some comfort in this discussion. I know it's not an easy one to have. Um, but hopefully, again, this helps you realize that you aren't alone in this situation. Um, but thank you. Thank you for listening today. And we're available wherever you get your podcasts from, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at imuncomfortable.podcast. And if you have an episode idea, question, or shout out, you can DM us, like Vanessa said already. Catch us in in our DMs (laughs) um, or contact us on our website. So we release new episodes every Tuesday and we'll see you then.